I about the circle and those tires on green this time. Remember they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. Of Sunday drive. Five off, man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Hello. Welcome to the Inside Pass. Uh, our usual gang of, uh, I said misfits last week, suspects. That sounds very cliche or something. I don't know. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the show. Uh, the gang is all here, and uh, we are uh, ready to talk uh, a lot of things to, to talk about, a lot of things going on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, tonight. But first, we are going to go to the hotline and uh, bring on a guest I'm excited about. <laughs> he, he's a long-time uh, contributor to our program, and it's been a while since he's been on. So uh, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day and, and happened to pull up my DMs, and, and the last time we DM'd each other was like 2018 or 2019. So I was like, gee, it's been a long time. Um, but I'm glad that he is uh, able to come and join us tonight. He is a spotter, and not only a spotter, but one of the best spotters in the garage area, and he spots for some guy named Denny Hamlin. I don't know who that is, but must be a rookie. <laughs> yeah. He drives Ain't a FedEx much, truck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our buddy Chris People Lambert is truck. is on uh, the the hotline. Uh, good evening, buddy. Thanks for coming and joining us. It's been a long time. It has been. Whenever you sent me the DM, that was the same way. I was like, "Wow, it's been been that long." But um, I'm glad you reached out, and I'm, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I think the last time you were on uh, the program, we actually were doing the show in Texas, and we're now in uh, Statesville, uh, Charlotte area, doing it uh, for WSIC. So um, we're a little bit local now uh, than we were before, but uh, we are glad that you can join us. And uh, I guess we kind of picked the perfect time to bring you on because you guys are, I'd say you're on a hot streak right now. I mean, you guys have led the most laps and been in contention to win almost every single race since the beginning of the season and just haven't been able to grab that checkered flag yet, and uh, yesterday or uh, yesterday was no different. To Danny was leading toward the end of the race and ran out of real estate. So, um, talk a little bit about uh, what what it's been like this season. I mean, I know it's frustrating for you guys over there because Danny's had the fastest car almost every single race and just hasn't been able to bring home that checkered flag yet. Yeah, it's um, the last few weeks, especially since probably Richmond for sure has been has been frustrating. Just um, you know, doing what we need to do as far as uh, gaining track position throughout the races and, and, like you said, leading a lot of laps and, and um, controlling the race for the most part. But, um, you know, Daytona, we 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 were obviously the best car down there, we felt like, and had control of the race. And uh, the pit stop there at the end when all the manufacturers started pitting, we just we had so few of Toyotas and we just didn't get formed back up fast enough to, to try and lay down some laps to be able to hold off the, the uh, other manufacturers when they called us and, and that bit us. But, you know, the other races we've led laps, so I don't feel like we've had the best car. You know, there's always been one or two cars that were a little bit better, whether it be the long run or, or what have you. But, you know, Richmond, we felt like we definitely had the best car and, and let it get away on the, the last uh, restart and, uh, yesterday at Kansas as well, we um, uh, don't think we had the best car. I think we were pretty good, but the five was a little bit better, and um, we were able to beat him on a restart and get out front. And it's just one of those situations where when when we got into the wall, he got just close enough to our left rear that he never touched us. There was still probably about five feet, six feet in between the cars, but at that point when you start using the racetrack, he just was able to pack air onto our left rear, and it basically just um, made us extremely tight, and we got into the fence there and ended our shot for a win. But the year as a whole has been it's been a lot of fun. Um, 
and we keep saying that if we put ourselves in position enough times, we'll eventually get our win. And I think once we get our first one, that we'll get two or three more to, to knock off the, the rust there. But it's it's been a fun year so far. I want to talk about you in the spotting role a little bit, Chris, because I think our audience would be interested to hear from a spotter. What What is it like to prepare? Do you prepare for each race in any certain sort of way as a driver would and then walk us through kind of what a race day is like for you as a spotter um i i think a lot of people think you guys just sort of sit up there and uh kind of stare at what's going on and and say higher lower clear and that's it but there's way more to being a spotter than that especially at the cup level uh there is and it's um it's progressively getting more and more involved um with what we're able to do or capable to do with the the information and data that we have and um i'd say probably i've been doing this with denny since 2012 so this is my 10th year i've been doing it full-time 16 years now but probably ever since i come over here with him um I, my week, I don't work in the race shop, um, which most of us do not. Most of us that are on the cup level spotters, we just we spot and we spot only. Right. Um, so I'm not in the shop anymore, you know, building cars or or assembling cars or anything like I used to back in the back in the earlier days of my spotting career. But um, typically on on Monday, I'll come home and um, I will rewatch the race from the day before i'll dvr all the races and i'll go back and just rewatch it and i always have sort of mental notes that i throughout the race that i make that i want to just look at something that one of the drivers is doing or something that i see that this noticeably makes somebody better so i'll go and listen to their audio um their in-car audio um i'm able to pull that stuff up to a trd app that Toyota has for us and and see what they were doing. And now with the implement of the SMT or the, the own own car data that everybody can see, you know, I'm able to look at throttle traces and steering traces and brake input and everything else. And, you know, I can try and figure out why what I noticed on the racetrack from the day before, maybe why it was better, whether he was able to carry more throttle at a certain point or, or something that way. And then I can make notes to, to relay to either my crew chief or, or Denny for the following race that we come back here in the fall. But So that's Monday. Um, on Tuesday, and I'll have some, typically on Monday afternoon, I'll have a few, whether it's emails or or um, Zoom meetings to sit in on and, and just go over the weekend. On Tuesday, okay. I'll typically sit down. So this week here, we're going to Darlington this coming weekend. So tomorrow, I'll sit down and I'll re-watch the last race we ran at Darlington from last fall. And I'll also pull up the radio transmissions and stuff and just go through different things. But I'll watch, especially pay attention to the restarts, um, what lane prevailed, why it prevailed, um, you know, just stuff like that, see how the race played out, uh, what lines were working. Um, and then on Wednesday, um, we typically have our our car build for the, for the coming week. And the crew chief will send out some simple notes for the for the weekend, not 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 the full blown plan, but some simple notes, and I'll start going over that stuff. So it's a even though I'm not in the race shop full time, um, it's a full time job. And, wow. and over the last several years, most of the guys that that really really put the emphasis on what we can do and the help we can be, um, most of the guys are putting that kind of time in. I mean, it, it's 
it's it's a different game now. You know, ultimately, the spot and position we're we were put on the roof years ago strictly as a safety device, and that's still our main priority is to make sure that uh, not only our guy that we're spotting for, but all the other thirty nine guys that are around us. We want them to be able to go home to their families because I mean they are sons and brothers and dads sure. and. So that's our ultimate goal is to make sure that all all 40 drivers are safe and go home at the end of the day. So that, that's our main priority. But the spotting position has changed so much that with the information we're able to provide and the data that we have and we can go back and look at, we're just another set of eyes that can go over and, and look at the big picture and see what guys are doing that maybe are a little bit better throughout the race. And and maybe we pick up on something because we can see the whole picture from, from where we are vantage point wise on the roof and relay that information, not only throughout the race, but when the race is over and give our driver something to go look at and maybe pick up on and, and maybe he could try it the next time we come there. So it's, it's definitely came a long ways just from, you know, 16 years ago when I started doing this. Sounds like it. I think to uh, sort of piggyback off of uh, what Tom asked, there's a, there's a lot of n- new tracks on this schedule this year that, you know, is very different from years past. You know, uh, when you're prepping for a track, you, you can normally, you know, like you said, watch uh, what you're doing uh, from the previous race. Uh, is there anything that goes into prepping to for some of these tracks that maybe you haven't been to yet? Uh, there will be. We haven't really started a whole lot. Um, Coda will be our first one, and it's in uh, four or five weeks maybe. And, um that one will be tough for us just for the simple fact that like we're going to mid Ohio this year, which is a new road course for the cup cars, but our Xfinity cars have been running there for several years now. So, you know, not only the, the guys in the shop, but you know, we, we've already started some major little discussions about, you know, how many spotters are we going to need? Uh, where's the best place to put them? Where's the best place to put the primary spotter, which would be myself and the guys that do it every week just from the vantage point of the information we can relay and stuff like that. So we've already started those discussions some, but like Coda, obviously not a NASCAR series at all has run there. So um, we can go back and, and watch some of the the F1 races that have run there and just, just try and pick up different things. But that's going to be a completely different animal that that whatever organization or manufacturer can can hit on something there, it's going to, it's going to, make a big difference so we've got like a minute left so i i don't want to ask you another question because we don't have enough time but i know i can speak for probably much everybody in this room right now that we all know danny's going to get that win at some point it's coming we one of us seems to pick him every week in fantasy nascar i think i picked him a lot of people picked him this past week i'm picking him this weekend he was going to be yeah, yeah. uh the, the winner and i know we're coming up on tracks where you know danny's been dominant or he's he's had a good winning car he's won he won the last three tracks uh in a row last year so um we know that one is coming so you guys are going to get to add to that statistic of 11 drivers it'll be 12 when when denny wins but uh leading the the point standings right now in the regular season so you guys are off to a great start and uh don't be a stranger next time uh, come in and join us anytime you want and go get that win uh this weekend at darlington i hope so darlington's you know his career best track statistic wise top five wise and all that his best best track overall and he's got a pretty good feel for it so yep. hopefully we can knock it out this weekend and and i'd be glad to join you guys anytime you guys will have it. yep absolutely uh, go get that one we'll, we'll talk to you again soon 
right. Thank you, sir. All right, no problem. Thanks, Chris. Chris Lambert, everybody. We will be back with more at the Inside Pass right after these messages. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. This is Justin Locke, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. I guess that kind of fits throwback weekend, right? That counts as a throwing back to Justin Locke. No, throwing back to the song. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I guess technically, yes, because Justin hasn't ran. That was nice of him to say that we're the best guys on the radio. Of, uh, I mean, how much do you have to pay him for that? He hasn't, uh, he He's hasn't, a rambling man. He hasn't been in uh, any kind of NASCAR competition in the last several years. So Rambles across the he desert. He had the opportunity to, but decided not to. So, anyways, welcome back to uh, the show. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Noah Lewis, Chris Murdoch, all sitting around the square round table 
uh, talking what racing. What is this? Well, like a hexagon. It's, yeah. I don't know what it's like a half it hexagon. It's a polygon. It's something polygon. that Mark Singer just said. Hey, I failed cool. geometry, so. Well, oh, that's <laughs> just kidding. One, I mean, almost. I almost. Somebody, somebody can count this. You know, we wouldn't go a whole show without you cutting my mic off. Nope. It's like a new thing now. See, Tom's messing with headphones because he thinks it's headphones. <laughs> no, I was hearing by, Randy's. By the way, you, everybody should go listen to last week's show. I oh, yeah. Like three times. Oh, my goodness. So hilarious. It great. It's, it's awesome. And, yes. Uh, There's uh, a clip Nick, up on Twitter, too, and that's just a preview. Nick of it, and I are so actually good. working on, on something uh, on for his iRacing thing that hopefully we can uh, we can say something about in the next couple of weeks. He's, he's trying to get Kobe involved in it. So uh, I'll let you guys in on that oh little my. secret once we figure that out. But anyway. Um, we, we we do have a lot of stuff to talk about, but we do want to start the, tonight with a couple of breaking news stories. Um, over the last over the weekend, we lost two uh, very good uh, people in our sport. Um, on uh, Saturday, we lost uh, Eric McClure, uh, longtime Xfinity Series driver, um, at the age of 42, and then earlier today, we lost um, Bobby Unser. Um, at the age of 87, uh, both uh, respected in, in different forms of the, the things that they've done in our sport. Um, I wasn't uh, uh, really around for a lot of uh, Bobby Unser's career, so I can't really speak that much on Bobby, but I know Tom can, so I'll let uh, Tom talk about uh, Bobby, and then we'll all kind of go around and talk about Eric McClure because we have all we were all around for Eric's uh, Sure. Um, yeah, Bobby passed away yesterday, 87 years old, at his home in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, Bobby was... He was uh, an old school racer, to say the least. I mean, I go back. I'm a 70s kid, so I go back to being, you know, six, seven, eight years old, nine, ten, whatever, watching in the Indy 500 on when it used to be on tape delay on ABC before they started doing it live. And and if you go back to that era of IndyCar racing, you know, safety wasn't. The safety wasn't nearly what it is today. It was a very brutal uh, sport at that point. Um, and but boy, those cars were just so fast. And um, Bobby, Bobby was as aggressive as as anybody uh, that you ever saw. I mean, he wasn't a a driver who was was passive at all. And and just thinking about the fact that. Um, he he was the first driver to win the Indy 500 in three separate decades. I mean that was that's quite a record. Um, you know, 1968, which I did not see. I was I was just born the year before. Um, 1975 and 1981, I did watch both of those. And um, you know those those races back then. Uh, again, you just you never knew what was going to happen from one lap to the next. And Bobby was Bobby was a character. He was really. Um, an off-track personality that was almost larger than life. In fact, um, you know, Mario Andretti talks about when he thinks back and remembers, you know, his time with Bobby, talk about how they, you know, would half kill each other on the racetrack and then go out and, and, and have a beer after it was over. And that's really kind of how it was, you know, back in those days. And, and, and of course, after, um, after Bobby, uh, stopped racing he went into broadcasting mm -hmm. and actually was a part of the broadcast team for a lot of uh indy 500s and indycar races and um so he had this kind of whole other chapter much like you know a, a dale jr or uh clint boyer jeff gordon whoever uh, of the day and uh just in in incredible 
um, career that he had. You can you can get statistics online, but you know, really the 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 thing I'm going to remember about Bobby is just his intensity and the fire that he had for anything he was doing, whether it was the Pikes Peak Hill Climb or the Indy 500 or whatever. Uh, um, you know, they used to have the IROC races back in the day. And, you know, Bobby did a, a number of those. Um, he just, I mean, the Unser name in general is is just larger than life in motorsports. Um, but, you know, Bobby was right at the top of that list. And, and I had the pleasure of... Um, uh, of spending some time talking with his son, Robbie, about a year ago. Um, and, and we're going to try to get Robbie on one of our shows here in the near future uh, to talk about his dad. But um, Robbie it takes right after him. I mean, he just, you know, same type of personality and, and uh, same intensity for what he's doing in racing. Just a, a super nice guy. So uh, Bobby is a, is a driver that's going to be missed greatly both uh, but will be remembered both for his racing exploits on the track, what he accomplished, but also um, his off-track personality as well. Yeah. So the other two, the other two kids in the room, they they know more of uh, about Eric McClure than Bobby Unser because they weren't around uh, during any of uh, Bobby's tenure as a driver. So. Um, these two can talk a little bit more about Eric. Eric, I, I believe Eric was on uh, an episode of the Inside Pass back in the early days when when he was actually you know driving uh, good quality equipment in the Xfinity series. We should try to look for that. Yeah, I'll have to try to see if I can find it somewhere. I tried looking for it yesterday, but I, I but I couldn't find it. But uh, he hasn't driven uh, since what twenty sixteen twenty sixteen. So uh, it's been a while. He had th- planned on making a comeback this this year, um, or had talked about making a comeback, um, but then uh, you know ultimately. Um, losing his life uh, on Saturday, so uh, these two, I, I probably have a little bit more of a you know of memories of, of Eric McClure from his time in the Xfinity series. You know, I will never forget him, so. that hefty paint scheme. I was about to bring that up, yeah. man. That was such you know Reynolds we, hefty grab. It, yep. it was such a. I mean, I I don't want to say iconic, but every time you saw that paint scheme, you know who it was. It was pretty iconic. Though. I mean, that was such was, a slick paint scheme, and he was yeah. he was a good driver for his time. You know. It's just, it's hard to believe. I mean, you know, people have heard from him since, you know, over the weekend. It was just hard to believe that he was gone, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had had a lot of health issues, but there just was no no real warning sign as far as we know. Um, Just one of those situations. I mean, he, you know, you were talking about the the Reynolds wrap. Uh, I mean, that was TriStar Motorsports back in those days. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I think they carried that when he and Hal Martin got together and formed Martin Mm -hmm. McClure and did all the, I think that was part of that too. 14, right? Somewhere in that area. 14, 14, 15. Um, And, you know, and Eric, I think in Hal, Eric, I think in particular, had a good relationship with the folks from, Reynolds rep. The Reynolds family is out of Virginia, so I think right. there's was there was kind of yeah. yeah, that was yeah. the in-state kind of connection, and uh, he was just a super super nice guy. Um, you know, just somebody that was uh, always you know having a good time in the. He's a real true area. underdog too. 
He like, was. He, he, they, yeah, had, yeah. they had decent equipment. He could get up there and scrap for no, one. He made the most of what he had. Uh, yeah. Every single time he was on the racetrack. Well, and, you know, again, him putting the team together with Hal Martin. We had Hal in the studio here last year and had him on a, a Motorsports Madness show, and he talked about what a great what a great time in his life that was, just doing that with Eric. And, uh, you know, of course, Eric, um, the son of Morgan McClure, who, who f- would, if, for those who are a little older NASCAR fans, the four Kodak car, um, that was that was the McClure team. And, and uh, so the team the McClure family is such a, a big name in NASCAR history because of that car. I mean, it won, you know, I think he won, I think it won three Daytona 500s, if I'm not mistaken, because I think Sterling won it twice with them. And I think, um, I want to say Ernie Irving. Ernie Irving, won yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. there were three Daytona 500 wins, um, just in, you know, with that car. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a shame. Uh, Eric leaves behind seven children and, uh, his fiance, um, and uh didn't i read they're all under the age of 15 i think 14 but no, yeah somewhere in that all yeah. young children yeah, all yes. very young yeah. yep we definitely yep. extend um, our our sympathy yes and prayers, prayers and condolences to both to the answer and mcclure Absolutely. families yes, yes my heart especially aches for yeah. eric's young children yeah, yeah for sure and, and because of how sudden you know everything had happened actually eric was just on social media uh, many social medias and and uh, gosh his last facebook post um was was just a beautiful post with with he and and i i guess one of his daughters and and uh and she was up on his shoulders and they were you know having a lot of fun and hanging out and so it's just it's a uh, you know it's it's heartbreaking you know absolutely for our sport but more so for everyone close to yeah, him yeah it's like i was saying and even tom alluded to there were, with this one there were just no real warning signs i mean he was very active on all of those platforms, yeah. you know, even up to the time. I mean, it's just sad situation. Yeah. Yeah. He had, had, like I said, he'd had some health issues. He had a lung infection and a musculoskeletal disorder uh, back I a couple of years. That, yeah. Kidney issues mm-hmm. as well. Concussions I mean, it was just too. A lot, yeah. Yeah. But um, again, we, you know, we, we don't know what the cause, uh, but no matter, um, you know, we will remember Eric and Bobby forever, obviously for the, um, impact that they made on the sport in the time that they were involved. And Bobby's contribution to the NASCAR side of things on his broadcasting there, um, did some broadcasting on NASCAR side and then the, the Unser family nine, right? Nine time Indy 500. That's right. Between, between between Bobby and Al. Yeah. So certainly a a very legendary name on the indie side and even even some history on our oh, nascar sure. side yep yeah. uh, answer is one of those names where you don't even have to know anything about motorsports to know who an answer is or you know like the andretti name the Earnhardt name mm-hmm. you know those petties. those are names yeah, the other petties um even i guess jimmy johnson to the modern era i mean a lot of people you know if you don't follow motorsports you still know those names because they're names that you know yeah. the, the newscasters talk about you know when they win big races like that so um you don't have to know a whole lot about the sports to know that those the, those are big names in our sport so they will all certainly be missed and, and as noah said we send our thoughts and prayers out to both families and uh, you know Absolutely. this trying time um for for both families so uh we are going we're up against the break when we come back we do have more breaking news uh from gms racing uh, as uh rafael Assard is out of the 24 truck um effective immediately and we'll talk about why that is the case it's nothing to do with performance but uh we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back um we've also got uh, some other stuff to talk about it's throwback weekend at darlington so we're going to mm-hmm. get everybody's kind of favorite paint schemes going into the weekend we've got all three series in action this weekend which is awesome 
uh, everybody's doing the throwback, the trucks, the Xfinity, the Cup. So there's a lot, a lot of cool paint schemes this weekend, um, and, and I'm interested to see who uh, everybody picks as their favorite. And of course, next Fantasy NASCAR is also coming up too. We'll be back with more of the Inside Pass right after this. Stick with us. We will be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A route one just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Matt Benedetto, a brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. You know, if Matt keeps busting out top five runs, eventually he's going to get there. He's got he's got a land ride somewhere. So. He's got a land ride. I'm just somewhere. so glad that he's broken that bad luck streak and turned it into a well, top now five, you've top it. ten well, streak. It just, just I know because I've said it. I almost messed William Byron up this weekend because <sighs> I picked him last. 
If we were picking our our picks based on who we want to win, Matt would be my pick all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, eventually that team is going to come around. And I mean, he's got some good tracks coming up. Darlington is, is a really good track for him, so don't be surprised if he at least doesn't get another top five run uh, in, in that car. So um, welcome back uh, to the show. If you missed our uh, interview with uh, Chris Lambert, it will be available on demand anytime. All you got to do is just uh, search for Race Chaser Radio somewhere around the uh, – your favorite podcasting website, and you will find it uh, find it there. And uh, we've got some uh, other good shows coming up in the month of May, um, including uh, Nick DeGroote, who's sponsoring our uh, fantasy NASCAR game. He is. Something? I wasn't well, pretty anything. much because he's got. Well, he's leading. Point oh, I see. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty much. I his, thought you were going to say it's like his. It's it's his league now. We're it's all the Nick DeGroote Invitational. I will actually. I will actually pay money to sponsor if I can get some more points <laughs> over. <here. laughs> it didn't work that way. A dollar, a dollar for wondered, every point you're down. Exactly. I, I wondered yeah. if that's what Nick was doing. He was yeah. sponsoring it by no. Getting he is technically doing that by paying off the drivers. I know he's paying people off. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, you think about all the times that, you know, all the, the picks that he makes and then, you know, the, uh-huh. the race happens and suddenly like the Denny Hamlin, you know, the most dominant driver and all of a sudden he hits a wall. Exactly. Like when does that ever happen? I guess so, the checks bounced this same. weekend. Apparently it did. So did just like Denny's car off the wall. The winner gets an autographed okay. picture of Nick. Did hey, you guys know that? Well. In his, S- in his SNL that one. portrait. That <laughs> one portrait, yes, from the website. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, the one of Slick Nick when he was 13. Um, anyways, uh, so um, some more breaking news, uh, you know, on a lighter note. To, well, I guess sort of a lighter note. To, I don't know if it's lighter for <laughs> Rafael Lassard. It's not yeah. lighter for Rafael Lassard, <laughs> I mean, lighter yeah. in terms of Sorry, uh, newsworthy. But uh, GMS Racing announced uh, earlier this afternoon that they are parting ways with Rafael Lassard effective immediately um, because the p- sponsorship that they had planned on having on the car, or I guess on the truck, fell through. Um, so obviously, no sponsor means no driver and means no truck. So he is out of the right. So the twenty-four truck will have um, different drivers in it. I believe Ryan Reed is in the yeah. truck this yes. weekend, which is, I'm excited for. I'm a huge Ryan Reed fan. He's been on the show many times, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do behind the wheel of that truck. If you look at the entry list, actually, uh, for this weekend, there's all kinds of throwback people in there. Eric Darnell is actually in a truck this weekend for Nice. Eric so Darnell, Eric Darnell, yeah, oh. is driving a truck. Uh, for Nice this wow. weekend, so yeah, talk about throwback weekend. We're dragging drivers out of the out of the the muck for putting wow. in the trucks this weekend. So, um, uh, Corey Heim is making his debut in the Kyle Busch truck this weekend. That's um, a throw so forward. That is a throw, a throw forward. forward. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like that. David Gillen is also driving a DGR Crossley seventeen. Also a throwback. So, can we uh, um, can we talk about favorite throwback scheme for the weekend? We can. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. All three all three classes or all three divisions are racing racing this weekend for the first time in throwback history. So we got the trucks, we got Xfinity, we got Cup. There are a ton of great paint schemes. Um, all throwing back to different things. Uh, I've picked some of my favorites, but I, I, we'll start with trucks first. Cause we'll just go trucks, Xfinity Cup. Um, who do you guys like in the truck series in terms of uh, paint oh schemes? Boy. I'll give you. I'll give you mine real quick. Uh, I like. Well, I've got five actually because I, I picked a lot. But Sheldon Creed has one. Uh, throwing back to Jason Leffler when he drove the two truck um, uh, way back in the day. Uh, Derek Krause has a Napa um, paint scheme from I guess Ron Hornaday. They're yeah. back in the Ron Hornaday days. Uh, Spencer Boyd is doing a Jack Sprague one, which is also really cool. <laughs> Randy likes the whole field. I do like the whole field. They're <laughs> actually really, they're all really cool. Um, I'm just going throwback. Uh, uh, Timothy Peters has a Bobby Hamilton one, which is really cool. The, the square D car uh, from way back in the day. 
Um, and Tyler Ancrum's, I think, is the coolest one. It's the Ricky Bobby uh, Talladega Nights scheme when he did the Wonder Bread. Yeah, that's my that, favorite that one. I, I think that's going to be my favorite just because I was like 10 when that movie came out. So it, I always watched it. It's a little older than 10. But it's still, I, I, I like the movie. <laughs> we, we, we argue all the time. Tom thinks it's the most horrible movie ever made, but I think it's pretty funny. So. I, you know, <laughs> I like it. It's good. The not, one the thing, best, not the best awesome. racing movie ever made. But. The one thing Ancrum has to do is race with a stuffed cougar in the car. <laughs> Now, that would go. be fun. Well, it doesn't race on his underwear. We're fine. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we've, we've already seen the Benedetto. <laughs> it's not, it's, yeah, you know, exactly. We don't need any more of that. Any any others that I missed that, that you guys uh, you guys like? I know that was in the truck list, series. In the truck series. Yeah. Uh, I liked the I liked the Haley Deegan scheme that was announced today. It's it's I a little bit that. different. Yeah, it's a throwback cool. to uh, what Ford's first um, endurance yes. race in nineteen sixty nine. I believe. Um, so I really liked the look of that thing. It looked pretty decent. Uh, what about the Xfinity series? My there's, favorite, there's my favorite there. has to be Daniel Hemrick's, the uh, yeah. Red Farmer throwback. Yeah, that one was, that was announced today. That one was pretty cool, too. I, I just like love that. the gold on that yeah. car. It looks yeah. so good. I have a tie in Xfinity for my, and they both come from Junior Motorsports. I absolutely oh, I love yeah. Michael Annette's. I absolutely yeah, love Michael Annette's. Yeah. The yeah. fact that they have amazing. Gatorade on the car, too, is beautiful. I also like... The eight car with the Dale Jr. 2001 All-Star throwback, um, obviously made famous in, in that Daytona race. Yeah. Um, you know, he and Michael up on the hood hugging each other after that one. And, the and such a special. Car, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so so I absolutely yeah. love that scheme as well. Yeah. They're my two favorite in, in the Xfinity. My, uh, my two would be the Gatorade one, which I uh, I liked immediately because I loved, always loved the Digard Gatorade cars. Yep. Um, cup cars and the other one for me is kind of a personal one and it's because uh i know the people of all colby howard former client of mine running for jd motorsports now is throwing back to his father rodney's late model car and what's funny is that you know knowing the family and and being able to kind of look at rodney now i'd never seen a picture of him when he was like colby's age or around there and it's amazing how much the two look alike but that's <laughs> it's a really cool red white and blue paint scheme um number 15 i and do have so, to throw another mention out there uh aj almendinger throwing back to his 2014 win yeah that must be yeah. Cool too. Uh, see uh, I, i'm impartial on drivers throwing back to their recent history itself you know what I mean? I just well, I but don't if know. it's a if it's a significant event, like it, if you're just throwing back because it's a cool paint scheme, that's dumb. But if you're throwing back to like your first win or your first start Gosh, or something oh god, like that, and don't even get me started. What do you do if you're cool. only like three weeks into your career? Yeah. You throw it back to your first race two weeks. Ago? I mean, How don't even don't even get me started on <laughs> well, Truex's car. Oh, don't get me started on Kyle Busch's well, Truex's we'll do, car. We'll is a throwback we'll, to Matt Black because they they ran Matt Black cars at Fernando yeah, Row. It's like, are you kidding? Yeah, that's really not the two the two Xfinity cars to me that stand out. Ryan Vargas is doing a Mark Martin. That's really cool. I forgot about that one. And Riley Harps is There's doing so one for Tony Stewart, which is the old Home Depot yeah. mm-hmm. uh, orange and yeah. I was and, uh, about to mention car, so. Riley Herbst's yeah. car. That's one of my favorites in Xfinity. I'm just yeah. looking at the paint scheme Darlington page on JC. Yeah. I feel like Xfinity takes the cake oh, over yeah. the cup this year. There's Way definitely better. I just, yeah. I Way love, better. I love Brandon Yadovic's throwback, the Kyle Petty oh, Hot yeah, Wheels cool. That one was always my favorite car uh, growing up is the Kyle Petty Hot Wheels car. I liked so. every Kyle Petty. Like the, the Mellow Yellow car was great. The Hot Wheels yeah. car was great. He had a lot of um, really cool cars. Yeah, Got to shout out Jeremy games. Clemens too, throwing back to Dale Jarrett's UPS yeah. colors. Yeah. There's another one that uh, the, the other UPS, yeah, the, the brown truck one that uh, was, I guess, David Reagan. People and, love and, the truck. 
the sixth car from way back when it was Roush. Somebody else is Brandon Brown. I think has got the, the that paint scheme, yes. with the, the the brown and the white. So what about Cup? Um, over in Cup, um, I I didn't put it on here. I, I like I kind of like uh, Alex Bowman's idea of uh, Greg Ives when he ran yeah. late models, throwing back to his crew chief's first uh, late model paint scheme. That's pretty cool. Um, Kyle Larson doing the same thing. His family history um, with the one his know, first outlaw his, card, his first outlaw I, card. Um, with magic on it is is pretty cool too. But for me, I like um, William Byron's paint scheme. Uh, yeah, throwing back to Neil Bonnet. The numbers and, uh, on that thing look so yeah, cool. Exactly. And uh, Joey Logano uh, throwing back to uh, Mario Andretti's 1971. Uh, Speaking win, so. of Andretti, a good one for mine is the John Andretti throwback for uh, Quinn yeah. Alf. Mm-hmm. They even got RCA on the car. Yeah, that's which is cool. kind of crazy because yeah. RCR ha- yeah, or, RC- RCA hasn't existed for years. Yeah, it's sad um, that Carl won't see any TV time. Another one, the Alan Kowicki throwback. I was going to say Chase Elliott's, uh, uh, or which one, Anthony Alfredo? Alfredo's. Alfredo's but also yeah. Chase Elliott's, right? Yeah, yeah. Chase has got yeah, one, that's, too. That's a really nice so scheme, too. To, uh, Alan Kowicki. So, um, they're, they're all awesome paint schemes. I, I love Throwback Weekend. It's so awesome. It's so cool. Oh, and I like Josh Balicki's car, too. Insurance King off of the Burger King car. Ryan Blaney also yeah. throwing back to his late yes. model to yes. uh, help out the Advanced Auto Part Weekly Series. The first year... He ran the late models. Cars that tour, scheme. right? Uh, well, or pass. pass. Yeah. pass and tour. Eric Almarola's Mark Martin throwback, which looks yeah. pretty pretty decent with the flames. I the, forgot about Vargas' the uh, throwback the to Martin. Car, yes. I, love the, I love that particular car, the, we do, that scheme that he's doing. We do have a great collection of throwbacks Yeah, the Xfinity around. series Xfinity definitely, definitely takes my, the cake on, on the amount opinion, of good yeah. quality schemes, yeah. but even the Cup has its fair share of yeah. good-looking rides. This I just yeah, love to see it, it, also the uh, the Spire car that uh, Justin Haley's got is Robert Presley, uh, the 77 yeah. car. That was pretty cool, too. Oh, and uh, Harrison throwing back to Jeff in the Xfinity series. I yeah. forgot oh, to mention that's that one. Right. The Holiday yeah. Inn car. Yeah, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of uh, throwing back. Like uh, Jeb's got one where he's throwing back to his, his dad, Ward Burton, and uh, Justin Haley's got one where he's throwing back to Matt Colick's first uh, primary sponsorship in Cup. So um, the Colick cars. That one gets a buzzer cool for me because it well, just looks like Justin I mean, Haley's first. But if yeah. you think about okay. it, I mean, it, the the paint schemes are pretty That's similar. Fine. But I, I mean, in terms that. of significance, it's pretty cool that you know you can go back to your. You can boss's do that at first. any race. Well, that's true, but I mean, you know, it's throwback. So we need to it, get it uh, Jeb sense. on a on a show, one of these inside pass shows, and see if he can actually say "cat skid steer loader." <laughs> <laughs> I want to get war. If you don't show. know what we're talking about, look that up. <laughs> I want to get war on the show. Make war. If you haven't, if you haven't heard of it, are you living under a rock? If so, Everybody do we need to come dig you out here? For for those of you who wonder what I'm talking about. Go to YouTube and type in Ward Burton skid steer loader and just enjoy it. Yeah. Just it's have get, fun. Get your tissues for when you're it's, crying laughing. It's, it's just pure comedy. It's a commercial <laughs> shoot, isn't it? Nobody yes, it is. is. Yeah, Ward had a little trouble. My yeah. word, this show's flown by. We, uh, we, Wish we, I had we, something I could have shot through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I had something I could have shot through the window. <laughs> there, there's actually a uh, an interview that uh, they did at Colleague uh, this week with the Jeb and Ward and uh, Can we get Chris Ward Rice on? and a couple of people. It's it's pretty funny. Interview. Let's get him to try to say gotta, it again all these years later. Uh, you got to go YouTube that or, or Facebook Live. I wonder how many Facebook times he gets time. asked that. I mean, probably, probably too many. So that's what he's known for. His entire career of he's racing, he's only known. He's not known for winning a Daytona 500. He's known for his skid steer. Yeah. 
that he can't say. Don't ask words. me about it. Was such a good sport so, too. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, we actually did an episode of the Inside Pass a long time ago where we had somebody spoofing uh, Ward Burton and did an interview. Oh gosh, um, I'll have to find out one of these days. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll do fantasy NASCAR. We got three series to pick from this week, um, and some more news uh, coming out of the NASCAR world. We'll do that when we come back. More Inside Pass is right around the turn. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Well, you're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome back to the inside pass here on WSIC. 
You could very well make it work on the outside this weekend. In that Gatorade car. Got to make sure you don't hit the wall and get that uh, lady in in black stripe. I was just reading Daryl's book, and uh, Daryl talks about a couple times when he did that at Darlington. Tried to go go to the outside of somebody, and they came off the corner. And next thing you know, he had a big old Darlington stripe and a whole bunch of damage. Now, we're going to have a little debate about the, the yeah, tire issue. this is going to be my favorite we'll, part of the we'll show. We'll talk about it in a second. We've got to do fantasy NASCAR real quick. I'm not even going to mention the points because they're disrespectful. Uh, so we'll just not go to on. me. So talk, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, Tom swept the weekend, so he got a 10-point bonus for picking Kyle Busch for both races. So um, he, he jumped up uh, a little <laughs> bit in points. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if I'm hearing aliens in my headset right now. You are. I'm hearing it, too. There's alien yeah. conversation going on on our headphones. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so, Do you uh, hear it as well? No. <laughs> I, I heard it from the Weekend. beginning. I was listening. Oh, I was waiting from. I was waiting for them to say my name. Oh, um, so anyway, uh, w- w- we've got three series to talk about. <laughs> we got three series to uh, to pick from uh, this weekend. All three series are in action. Uh, Darlington. So I uh, will start. I already wrote mine down. I'm taking Sheldon Creed in the trucks. Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity series and Denny Hamlin in Cup because I'm going to keep picking Denny until he eventually wins. Um, all right. So Tom, you're next. Oh, boy. Darlington is always just – its I feel like this is almost like a super speedway toss-up in a way because a lot of times it comes down to fuel mileage. But, okay, so what are we – are we doing all three? Or you all just, three. Okay, so trucks, um, I am going to go with uh, Ben Rhodes. Okay. Um, Xfinity, I will pick um, – who's in the eighteen? That's uh, always that's Hemrick. Always, it's always Daniel Hemrick. Oh, sorry, the, the 54. Uh, 54. That's Ty Gibbs. Ty, Ty Gibbs. Yeah. I'm going to pick Ty Gibbs. Wow. And uh, in the Cup Series, I am going to go with... I think it's Quinn um, Hoff. Boy. <laughs> no, not Quinn <laughs> Hoff. I think, Josh you Blakey. know what? I think I'm going to pick Chase Elliott. Hmm. All right. Okay. No. I am going to go with Ben Rhodes in the Truck Series as well. He got the most recent job done there. And I will go with Noah Gregson in the Xfinity Series. And in honor of our guest tonight, I'll go with Mr. Hamlin for Cup. All right, Peter. Trucks, I'll go Austin Hill because Toyota is undefeated in trucks this year, and I think that will continue. Xfinity, I'll also say Noah Gregson. And then Cup, I'll take Chase Elliott. He was telling Kyle Busch he was number one last year at Darlington. This year he'll be number <laughs> one. <laughs> Chris. Uh, for trucks, I'm going to go John Hunter. Um, for Xfinity, I'm going to go Daniel Hemrick, and for Cup, I'm going to go Kevin Harvick. All right, somebody's it's, Kevin Harvick. Wow, it, <coughs> I think I think WSSC Radio. Yeah, <laughs> we're picking well, yeah, up WSSC. Yeah, I, know, I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's I, so I just, funny. I heard the weather and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, our listeners right, so, can't hear it. Um, it's going to be seventy There's all kinds yeah. of. There's always people talking to my head. <laughs> um, anyway, let's talk about uh, the the controversy that happened yesterday in the Cup Series race. The uncontrolled tire that didn't result in a penalty until like twelve or sixteen laps after 15 the laps. Actual, fifteen laps after the actual penalty happened, because NASCAR said they wanted to let the pit stop cycle through before they threw the caution flag. Now I always was was told that an uncontrolled tire is a safety issue, and that they probably needed to throw the caution flag immediately to get the tire in case somebody hits it. Let me let me ask you is but, is that official from NASCAR that they said that's why they did it? Yes. Okay. They, yes. That they they I'll, they, just, I'll, they I'll wanted, explain in a minute why I asked you. They that. wanted to wait until the pit stop cycle yes. was completed and everybody had made their pit stops before they threw the okay. caution flight mm-hmm. to retrieve said tire. So, I guess the question is, if it's that much of a hazard, then either why did you not throw it immediately, or if you were going to wait sixteen laps, then why throw yeah. it at all? So, so I, I, I think, think that. 
Oh, okay. Chris first. <laughs> I think for me. Um, Rock, paper, scissors. I think for for me, it comes down to uh, it's a safety hazard. You know, leaving it out there. What if somebody went spinning through the grass, hit it, and shot it right back at pit road? You know, somebody could yep. get hit. That's a liability. Yep. You shouldn't have waited sixteen se- or sixteen laps for the um, uh, for, for to throw the caution. If you're going to wait it, don't throw it. You know, the you, you know wait till the end or you know wait to another caution that actually warrants going out to get it. If you're going to wait sixteen laps, you obviously don't think it's that much of a priority. So I think. And I think it's a really big hazard. You know, Tom might Tom loves to talk safety, so he might get in on this in a little bit too. So, uh, but Noah, I will release you from from the jail. inside out. That means you yeah. just turn your mic back on. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can see both sides here in a way because yes, it is a safety hazard. And if it was a safety hazard when they threw the caution, then it was a safety hazard when it was originally out on pit road. However, you risk um, as NASCAR. I mean, it what it was. So far off the end of the grass that it would take a car spinning far into the trioval to hit it. Quinn off. Um, yes, but no. Well, sorry, Quinn. No, not yes. We but, have seen people uh, go spinning <laughs> through the grass and hit was, pit road. Before. He was quick to agree with yeah, me. He's like, like, wait a, a minute. Second, hold, hold on. on. Sorry, Quinn. Um, but regardless, you know, it would take a car. Too late. However, if they were to throw a caution there, would it have set a standard of you automatically will get a caution if you have an uncontrolled tire? Because then you think of teams that have multiple cars. If you're one guy's having a bad day, make his day worse, throw a tire out there, and it helps your other oh, teammate. Stop. I mean, you start playing don't games. Don't give them ideas. That's what I mean. So um, I don't know. I bet you, I bet you they would have thrown the caution flag in a hurry had the tr- crew guy went and got the tire. I, I appreciate waiting to throw the caution regardless on, just to have it cycled out. Okay, I'm throwing Noah back in purgatory because we, uh, we uh, have three minutes left, and I want to make sure everybody gets a chance <laughs> to talk. So, Tom? Okay, for my two cents on this, first of all, I heard MRN. I was traveling, so I was in the whole race at MRN, which they did a fantastic job as always, and MRN speculated about NASCAR possibly having done exactly what you described, Randy. wanted didn't want to interfere with somebody's pit you know, cycle um, or jump in the middle of that and catch, you know, a bunch of people uh, off guard. And the reason that they waited, according to MRN, or would wait is because it was off in the grass where it wasn't an, Im- yeah. an imminent safety hazard on pit road. So they waited till everybody had pitted and, and got back going the and then through the caution. Now, I, my only complaint here if there is one is exactly what chris said why do you wait so long after the whole pit cycle was over to throw the caution um but i i don't disagree with waiting for the caution i think nascar actually did the right thing for once and of course they still don't get credit for it because people just love bashing nascar peter this All is, yours. This is a really lose-lose situation yes. if you're NASCAR. Because if you throw the caution immediately, six cars are on the lead lap. Someone's going to be mad. That's Chase Elliott or yes. whoever's fans yes. are going to be mad at race control for throwing the didn't. caution immediately. They have precedent for waiting through a pit cycle. And they waited until Chris Buescher was the last yeah. on race, the racetrack to make his yeah. pit stop. It was immediately after that and cycle. It was immediately after Buescher pitted. And he still came back to finish eight. So it's not like oh, he got completely screwed. La- okay. It was immediately after. Okay. That's See again, like me hearing it on the radio. Right. Yeah. Get that. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you can make a case for both for both cases, but as Peter said, it's a lose lose a lose lose situation because no matter what you do, no one is going to yeah. be happy. I think about it was a good situation, call, actually. To as do I. Um, you know, luckily we didn't have a situation where a car was spinning. Unfortunately, it was a good call, but unfortunately, the drivers after that that completely lost their minds, and, yeah. and we just had chaos for the rest of the race. <laughs> well, cautions breed cautions. That's yes. what they always say. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, tonight. Um, you guys enjoy the throwback weekend. It uh, is, is going to be an awesome weekend at Darlington. Uh, I know Noah's going to be there, and Peter will be too. And so Murdoch, it's gonna be will, be a, a, Murdoch will be there. It'll Tom be a great be weekend uh, to uh, go and watch some racing and uh, enjoy the, the weekend of throwback racing. And uh, we will see you guys back here next uh, week for another uh, edition of the Inside Pass for all the gang. Um, and our thanks to Chris Lambert as well for joining us tonight. Uh, you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week right here on the Inside Pass. Goodbye, everybody.